yeah, hey, morning everybody. Um, back to the uh, big lens, um, which should actually keep it in focus. So um, the last time I was shooting on a different rig, actually, let me show you. This is my video conferencing rig, a little crazy. Um, so LED light and a Brio 4K webcam um, on a desktop microphone stand. So I can actually just keep this on the desk and shoot um, at a reasonable level. Uh, the problem I find, as we noticed in yesterday's video, after the fact, of course, um, was that the Brio has a really hard time keeping focus. Um, it's really designed for sort of a great picture uh, in a shitty setup, not a great picture in a great setup. Um, so uh, some challenges there on and off, still um, pretty good for doing Zoom calls um, or Skype calls, things like that. Um, but this guy, you know, this is a full DSLR 4K lens um, and you can see the difference. This is where I shoot most of my stuff um, for more formal videos. So anyway, episode 26 already, kind of crazy. Um, yesterday, uh, had the chance to go to a really fantastic event uh, for Canada Beyond 150. Um, this is a program that um, takes uh, groups of young uh, public servants um, and has them look at the future of delivering government services within Canada. Um, tries to teach them uh, sort of to get out of the um, standard cultural approach, the sort of standard um, government tactic of... Um, you know, uh, big bureaucracy and stuff. And it was really exciting to see the results, um, to uh, provide some feedback to those teams, uh, to the people running the programs. Um, and it really kind of came on a key theme for me, which is it's critical to get out of the environment that you're normally situated in to get some perspective. Um, and this was uh, something I tweeted about last night. Uh, there was a really great uh, tweet that somebody had fired up um, talking about the fact that um, fake news uh, makes it really easy to share. It's really accessible. Um, whereas most legitimate, um, established, reputable media organizations have some sort of login or paywall or firewall. Um, and it's really easy to say like, hey, you know, they should just make everything free. But then again, the amount of effort um, and resources that required to do journalism well. Um, you know, you need to pay reputable reporters, researchers, legal. Um, there's a whole bunch of overhead there that's just simply not there with fake news. So you sit there and say, well, we can ban fake news. But given that it's so cheap and easy to produce, is that really an effective way? And it sort of echoed um, the um, approach from the Canada Beyond 150. Not that Beyond 150 was looking at fake news necessarily, uh, but they were, you know, stuck in this one way of this is how government's always delivered services. Um, and this, this program does a really good job at pulling those people out and saying, okay, ignore that. How should we be delivering services? What kind of constraints are um, assumed and not legitimate, not actual? And sort of when it comes to government service delivery, you know, the only constraints that are there are legal ones. Everything else is sort of self-imposed. So this program sort of pulled people out. I think that's something that could be echoed in a number of situations, specifically tied to cybersecurity, where people get this myopic horse blinder kind of view of saying, I need more perimeters, I need more things I can control. And our organizational design around security, setting up a CISO and then building out a team below them, um, actually runs counter to what we want to achieve, which is um, strong security everywhere. Um, and that needs some silo busting, that needs some alternative approaches, stuff I've talked about, stuff I've blogged about, stuff I will continue to rant about. Um, so very, very interesting. Other things that happened um, yesterday afternoon, um, Google has applied, applied uh, Tenor, I think it is, Tenor, um, which is the, is just double checking, um, a GIF company. So when you're, yes, GIF, hard G, um, deal with it. Um, when you pull up iMessages or Messenger and you search for GIF, um, and it gives you a nice little handy um, pre-populated uh, ones. That's from this company, which is great. Um, however, tying to the ongoing rolling, say, saga and segments of data, 
Um, that's yet another touch point of where Google will know what you're doing, how you're doing it. Um, so they won't be able to see your information, but they'll know that you know you had pasted this GIF into a messenger um, conversation, or you pasted this GIF here or there, uh, because you're doing a hot link. And when that resource is used in that conversation, whoever's in that conversation, their browser will make a call out to Tenor and come back. Um, and that's yet another data point. And I think this is all culminating in some aspect of people are finally realizing how much of our digital lives is tracked. Um, not um, sort of covertly either, very overtly. And unfortunately, there was one really bad media interview Zuckerberg did last year or last week where he actually just said like, hey, you've agreed to this um, in sort of a roundabout way. And that's unfortunately very, very true. We have agreed to a lot of this. Um, I think we need to stop agreeing to it. But in Facebook's case, we have 2.2 billion people on that platform. It's really hard to make that change. Um, so there's so many things going on here. And it kind of comes back to sort of that perspective. You need to adjust the perspective, pull back. Um, for me, tackling, cleaning up a bunch of loose ends today, um, hopefully. Um, and uh, had finally made some adjustments in generating, automatically generating output from that Facebook data downloads, um, have it generating map slices, which will create a nice um, animation, um, have a post queued up, not just on the Facebook data, but on the uh, visualization piece, which I loved information visualization is something I used to focus on heavily and I haven't in the last couple of years. So I may be diving deeper into that because I think that's gonna become more and more important as it helps people really readily understand mass amounts of data. And in this case, what I've been able to do is I have a fully automated way of you know taking a data dump, pulling out all the location data and creating a slice um, animation over time so that you can see where you sort of popped up over the year, um, which is kind of crazy. Um, so some cool stuff. Uh, hopefully that's coming out. You can always hit me here, uh, Mark NCA. I think that's the right side. Yeah, look at that, first time. Um, at Mark NCA uh, on Twitter. You can uh, talk to me in the comments below here. Um, I'll put some links that I've talked about, like the, the acquisition by Google um, down below. I'll also, on a positive note, link to some of the stuff that the Canada Beyond 150 uh, from yesterday. That was really exciting, um, you know, not just to see um, some young, um, new public servants and people who are just starting out their career produce some really fantastic results, but also just the energy that it generated and for an institution um, that is traditionally mired in bureaucracy as is every government around the world. Um, it's nice to see efforts underway to change that culture and to see that sort of picking up steam um, and to see the output there, um, which is really exciting. So a positive note as opposed to the normal sort of doom and gloom. Uh, so I hope you guys have a great day. Remember, hit me up online. I love to chat, engage and see what's going on in your world. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.